Nobody's dead yet. Uh, I'm just saying, though, if anyone here dies of coronavirus, we will be using that to go viral. Um, like, that, I, I just want to get that out of the way. I'm okay with that. I got no problem with that at all. Like, yeah. we're going to use your body for science. Please profit off of me. You have to show the progression, though. Like, there, you have to have a recording of, like, oh, man, my, my throat's been bothering me these last couple of days. Just 24-7 recordings of somebody with coronavirus? Yeah. <laughs> the progress is going to be that, oh, my throat's bothering me, and then the next one's just you dead. Just you <laughs> jerking off violently in the bathroom? I can't breathe for some reason. I think it's the pollen. <laughs> There's an awful That's lot of ranch in my dad. I normally can taste my semen, but for some reason I can't right now. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the uh, the captain's quarters. That was that was a hell of an intro. I think that's a good that's a good jumping off point. Um, starting off, you have your captain Captain Milne here. Uh, we have cattle pleasurer, which is Kalen. Mm-hmm. That's a, a bad job of introducing people on the first podcast. So I'm going to do a really good job and emphasize, this is Kalen talking. His, this is Cattle Pleasure. Kalen. Yeah. You're supposed to say, oh, hey, it's... <laughs> yeah, I know. Did you just turn a fan on or something, Hunter? No. Oh, you know what? My fucking air purifier's on. Wow. You have an air purifier? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got is problems it- with my allergies, Ryan. You got a problem with that? Is it gonna you gonna put it next to your sauna? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I am, and then I'm gonna laugh at you for not having a sauna. Okay. The one giving criticisms is everyone's favorite Crash Carl, or uh, as we call him Ryan. Yeah, I'm just gonna put everyone down. Yeah, Ryan's the critic of the podcast. Yeah. And uh, we have a new addition. Uh, Ancient of Days Davis couldn't be here, um, but this we have a member that we want to add on as a permanent member. Uh, it is your very own Codeine Coding, uh, or as we call him, Hunter. No need for applause. Yeah. You are Who, happy. as you might have heard, uh, used his Trump bucks to purchase his own sauna. Again, no need for applause. His phone booth sauna. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a one-person infrared sauna. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm With only happy the about most advanced purchase. CD players. Yeah, there's an FM radio inside of it, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. Does it come with the flashlight add-on, or is that a separate package? No, 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 no. That's uh, you got to order that, and uh, you know, I, I opted out of that because it just sounds like it's going to be a hassle to keep it clean. But uh, I mean, that's fair. You know, semen yeah, and that'd heat. be a very moist oh, environment yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm just going to leave that out of the sauna. And, I do want to call you out here for a second, Hunter. For somebody that said, hey, I've only been working from home, so there's nothing interesting going on in my week, you just or- pre-ordered a fucking sauna. What do you mean nothing is interesting going on? Well, you see, that's the thing, is I live such a baller lifestyle that that, that just, you know... <laughs> oh, that's just normal for that, you? That's just Wednesday. I've got six saunas in my garage already. I mean... Wow. Yeah. That's pretty so. cool. All right, K- uh, Kalen, or Cattle Pleasure... Uh, what, what did you do this week? Well, I'm uh, still working. Uh, someone died at work uh, this week and still still going strong. Still not. Wait, is that the person dead. that had corona? 
Yes. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, still working, still uh, being essential, unlike these nerds. And uh, I'm still everything, essential. Everything is grand. Did it like? Did they tell you in an email or like what happened? What was the protocol for oh, that? Oh no, that they got called out during a management meeting and then they had to say something. Oof. They were dead. That they were wondering. So I can't remember exactly what they said, but they they essentially trapped them. I thought you were talking about the deceased was called out. No, they're yeah, saying. Uh, yeah, they put out a challenge. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know what the scene was. I didn't know if they like burst out of the bathroom like I'm dying and yeah, like I'm flung dead. shit all over and then just like died in the middle of the yeah. warehouse. That's how I was picturing it. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately not. Mm. But and you also said that a couple people at your place or at least your office. You don't work in an office. At least your factory had it, didn't you? Yeah, we have, we have uh, still single digits confirmed cases, but single digits is still a lot. I think we're going to learn a lot from this whole thing. Uh, I think a lot of things are going to be changing. See, I, I feel like that. I feel like that happens every single time something serious happens, and then it just goes back to like nothing ever happens. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. All it's got me thinking too is that if this shit was like Ebola, like we'd all be dead. Like it's just oh, absolutely. There's just, it's just not being taken seriously at all. Yeah. Well everyone's played the game pandemic right you don't want to have your the death symptoms your mortality rate cannot be high because yeah. the disease won't spread exactly it, have a high it has to be period. like you have to find a fine balance with mortality too high it doesn't spread too low and it's just the common cold yeah that's it's it's crazy yeah people around me here in bumfuck georgia aren't taking it seriously at all I just like I, everyone's just chilling, partying, like sh- like just hanging out. I really can't believe that it's like being politicized. Like I really like that just just shows the degree to which America has just kind of fallen into just pure tribalism. Like just the idea that we can't even rally behind the fact that like okay, we can put politics aside for this. This is like a virus. They don't like the virus doesn't care if you're right or left. Like. I, it just doesn't make sense that people are still trying to own the libs with their lives. Like, see, but I don't. I mean, it's also like the opposite thing. I mean, I, I don't even think it's fair to say own the libs because, like, there's definitely I've definitely heard Democrats saying, "Oh, well, I can't wait for the older generation to diet from coronavirus so we can start getting more leftist politicians." And yeah, I mean that's. I mean it's fucked. It's just gross. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it it what it does is it's bringing out the worst in a lot of people. I mean, even if you're looking at these price gougers or stuff like that, honestly, what it's doing is showing like really like who's really the disgusting, toxic human and who actually gives a fuck about other people. Yeah, but nothing's going to change. No, nothing's going to change. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But like you can look at your neighbor who threw like a block party like yesterday, like mine, and you can be like, all right, well, that guy's kind of just a huge piece of shit. So like, let's not associate with him anymore. Yeah, my neighbors have started like having people over, doing shit in their front lawn. Like, like Texas. I don't even think Texas has really even like officially kind of pulled things back a little bit. I think Austin's still on lockdown until May eighth. But I mean, people are just like, I really think people are seeing you know Georgia and other places open up already, and they're like, ah, this shit's over. Like, 
Yeah, but they say open up. Apparently, Georgia opened up on Friday, but no places, even near me where people don't believe in it, nobody's opening their dining rooms yet. No, it's not happening. Yeah, like they, they were just given the government. Uh, the the governor said you can do this now, but all the mayors are pretty much saying go fuck yourself. I actually and, yeah. and the ultimate ultimate authority goes to whoever owns that restaurant. Yeah, they so they don't want to open, then they don't open. It's pretty interesting though because like my dad owns a restaurant. He he's doing the same thing where like he's not bringing everybody back yet. They're only doing to takeout. We we have a really good friend that's the general manager of uh, you know a really big pizza chain in a really popular area who's also saying. They're not opening up dining area and stuff. But the fact that the governor of Georgia has made the uh, restaurants, you know, quote unquote, open again, they're saying now that the uh, the um, unemployment benefits that the restaurant employees were making, they're going to start crawling those back now that they're technically open. Of course they are. Why wouldn't they? I mean, it's all let, let's not sit here and pretend like the guy whose office is 1.5 miles away from the CDC, who, as of three weeks ago, didn't know that you could be asymptomatic with this disease, knows anything about this disease. Yeah. Brian Kemp is essentially the straight Joe Exotic. And if <laughs> this just shows that he literally does no idea what he's doing, he's probably hyped up on some kind of substance, and he's probably getting paid some back-end deal by somebody to reopen these so the government can stop paying people for doing nothing because that's the worst thing in the world is god forbid people want to be at home with their families and being able to like pay their bills yeah they they're literally taking the financial aspect of it away from the government and putting it back on small business and i mean i i it's not going to work well especially when you look at all these small businesses like you see like all these businesses like that what's that steak joint that took like 50 million dollars or some bullshit ruth's Uh, Ruth's chris Ruth's, yeah, whatever, whatever the fuck they're called. Them and a few other places are like, oh, well, you know, we'll give the money back. And it's like, that's great. But for these four to six weeks that these other small businesses didn't even, if you split that up into 10 different payments to 10 different way smaller restaurants, that's going to get them through a month, month and a half. So, okay, it's great. You're paying it back. You're That's still not going to save this business that you know, four weeks ago wouldn't have had to close their doors. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, going back to that, the friend that we all know that is the GM of a big pizza restaurant, uh, you know, it's a national chain, but he also got that small business. Like they got that, they got that money. So, I mean, I don't know. It seems like the money was just kind of handed out willy nilly to a lot of places that don't need it. And I mean, people like my dad, who my dad, he told me he, just recently finished paying off a loan that he took out in 2009 during that financial crisis. And he said that he would never do it again. So, I mean, this could literally shut down my family's restaurant. And right. it's because, you know, fucking Ruth's Chris needs $16 million or whatever. Fucking Shake Shack, I think they gave it back. And I think that kind of got the ball rolling. I think Ruth's Chris actually gave back like 10 or 15 million bucks. But I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, but Is I mean, Ruth's- it just comes back to... So is Go Ruth's ahead. Chris the uh, super high-end steak? Like, steak, yeah. And, got, like, they have, like, three the, restaurants or something? You gotta have, like, a certain... No, they uh, have more than three restaurants. Yeah, cufflinks only. Yeah. Yeah, okay, it's the place I'm thinking. Also, their name is stupid. I just want that on the record. Ruth. You know, you know the origin of their name? It's, it's Ruth's 
uh, possessive plural or possessive Chris. You know the you know the origin of that? No, not at all. So uh, there was a steakhouse called Chris's Steakhouse, and uh, it went out of business. And a woman named Ruth brought, bought it, and it still had Chris on the sign out front, and she just stapled her name on it. So it's just right. I can Ruth's respect that. Chris like that. Steakhouse. Big fuck you. That's terrible. So. No, I, I like that. There, I, I'm okay with it now. Yeah, she just said fuck it. How do you feel about the Karen mayor in Texas leaving quarantine to go get her nails done, Hunter? I mean, I don't know anything about it, but I, uh, other than the fact, like you know, I also saw it on Reddit, but I, uh, I it just goes back to you know, I think I, I really think like our our news cycle of just burn them and turn them, like the idea that this could last. You know, the CDC is saying we shouldn't be gathering for 18 months. I think people people are ha- like just have such a short attention span these days that mm-hmm. like one month and we're already like, ah, what's next? Like this is still something that like it's still serious. People are still fucking dying. And I feel like it's just hit that one month period where we're like, ah, what else is on? Like it, I don't think people are really caring about this anymore. Well, and you know, I think the most dangerous part of that is... If round one goes and there's what I, I don't know is is United States at like fifty thousand deaths so far or something like that. If round one goes by and we get to like sixty seventy thousand and then every break quarantine, I honestly think round two is going to be even worse because people that haven't been affected by it are just going to be like, oh well, it was just a huge oh you know I think I got it but it just gave me like allergy like symptoms so it's not a big deal. And it's just going to add fuel to the fire of like the anti-vaxxer conspiratard theories. And so it's just going to be a job. It's going to lend itself more to the hoax of, oh, this isn't real. This is just big government trying to take away our rights and stuff like that. I honestly think that the second wave of this might kill more people than the first. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because you can only get you can only schedule quarantine once. Right. Once. You say stay in for a month, two months, or whatever. You can't say, all right, actually, that was the wrong time. Everyone do what they want to do for another two weeks, and then let's go back into quarantine. No, you've got like two months of gas, and once you you use that, people aren't going to be so obedient. And you could already tell with all the, the protests going on that we're running out of gas for maybe a very vocal minority, but still, nevertheless, they're... Well, I also think the government's scared of it becoming a thing where, well, okay, let's say this goes on for eight months. This quarantine goes on for eight months, and we pay out, even if it's still the $1,200 a month for eight months, what stops the legislator from uh, universal basic income like Yang was trying to propose? Like, if we notice that the government, without struggling, without anything else being affected by this, it the government could just willy-nilly give out $1,200 to everyone with a social security number, and that's a legal citizen. What's going to stop people from bringing up, hey, like, why could you guys do that so easily? Why would this not be a continued thing going forward? Well, I think there's a couple of – they could defend that pretty easily by saying that the, it's, it's a temporary solution. And it did affect us. We had to cut this, this, and this, and we have a treasury that – has money that we were depleting it's like taxes it's uh money going in money going out we were just accumulating and had this this uh stock i I don't know if that's the case but i think they could explain that one away i guess are you alive 
Yeah. <laughs> How was your week, buddy? My week? Uh, it was a good one. Uh, I mean, as far as, like, normal stuff, I'm still in school. I got finals next week, so that's going to suck. Hell yeah. Uh, you know, just doing online shit. Uh, knocking out homework. Studying when I have any sort of motivation to, which is hard to come by nowadays. Ah, oh, dude, I bet. It, I find myself being extremely lazy all the time. Are you guys on uh, pass fail? Pass fail. Like, uh, did they move? Did they remove letter grades for this semester and moved it to just pass fail classes? No, nope, there's still letter grades. Wow, is that a thing that many people are doing? Yeah, I think uh, I. I uh, it seems to be the most vocal on the Georgia Tech subreddit. I, I keep track of like all the university subreddits in Georgia just to keep a pulse on that. And uh, it seems like the Georgia Tub subreddit, Georgia Tech subreddit, is the the main vocal voice for. Wow. Uh, so then, how do you how do you uh, how do you evaluate like a GPA at that? Do they just do it after? I, that I don't or? think you do. I think it's just like a. That's just like I think they're just doing it for this semester, but I mean, who knows? Because I think I've I've also seen a lot of college campuses say they're they're potentially not going to have classes in person classes during the summer and for the next fall semester. So I mean, who knows? But uh, yeah, I think a lot of a lot of universities outside of the state of Georgia have been moving to pass fail. Like I think uh, like a lot of the Ivies and uh, like NYC, I think University of Virginia, maybe I I don't know, but I think a lot of Colleges have moved to pass fail to kind of alleviate some of the stress during all of this. And then I think Georgia Tech has just been kind of like, at least from what I've seen on the subreddit, just like, ah, fuck you guys, like, work harder. Yeah, do you think that, do you think that'd be better to have pass fail? Like, as a, I never went to college. So as a college student, do you think it'd be more stressful or less stressful to have pass fail? Dude, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't, I, dude. It depends on how it affects my GPA. Yeah. Hey, if it's going to push me closer to a 4.0, why not? See, that's the I thing. Think, I, I don't think it's going to affect your numerical GPA. I think it's just going to be like you satisfied You satisfied the needs for this class this semester during this circumstance. Like, I don't think it's going to be affecting your numerical GPA. I think the change occurred halfway through spring semester. So if you're like a reasonable student, you're like A or B or whatever uh, student, you already went through maybe your midterm, maybe, and all the tests prior to that, and you got like a, a B or A or whatever, and then it, it changes to pass fail. Now I'm looking at it saying, wait, hold on a moment. I just had an A or a B, and yeah, I was sure. pass fail. I could <laughs> easy. Fuck I that. just need the average like a fifty percent right, go, right. golden. I think I would yeah. see a drastic uh, decline uh, in motivation. Off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then on the other end, I'm sure people are pissed that are like, you know, trying to get into an Ivy for yeah, med school too. or something. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, all this work that I put in for the first two months of the semester just means jack shit, I guess. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, I was talking to somebody recently. She's uh, she's going for like physical therapy to be a physical therapist. And she was like, and she's nearing the end of her like tenure. And she's like, and it makes brings to the point like Davis with the like Davis was working with dead bodies, identifying stuff, doing anatomy. Think of all these people that are about to graduate, and you want to already talk about the insane learning curve from looking at bodies and like you know and studying them for anatomy. 
and then actually going and doing like a taxidermy or actually going into physical therapy and working on somebody's body. What if you're about to graduate and you don't have physical classes for the next eight months and you have to try to learn how to do physical therapy where you're working on people's bodies through pictures or through like, even if it gets it as, as advanced as a VR software, like not being able to work on an active person. I, I can't imagine how detrimental that is to your learning. No, nah, there's no way that works. Like I got a degree in computer science and I mean, I could 100% have done practically all of it online because all of it was just staring at a computer anyway. But right. like, like what you said earlier, Davis saying that, you know, he was taking anatomy this semester and like all of his labs don't mean anything anymore. Like, and I mean, how do, how, do, how do any labs mean anything? Like, how do you do a chemistry lab from home? How do you do an organic chemistry lab from home? Like, you can't. So you're going to miss out on that. And that's if you want to go into chemistry. I mean, that's like the bedrock of chemistry. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> like, what do you do? Do you I mean, do you like legitimately like do you get refunded that and just later on? I just have to take it. Like, I, I feel like, like that would yeah. be the responsible thing to do. Like, you can't. You can't be a chemist without taking organic chem labs. Like hey, they can still they can still do baking soda volcanoes. Yeah, I mean, I guess <laughs> you're just doing that week by week. <laughs> well, at least they they have refunded us a lot of money on stuff that we were supposed to be able to access in class. So that's been kind of oh nice yeah taste. yeah. Um, like like which they should. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. It, I mean. Outside of paying for Zoom Premium is the, and like maybe textbook access, is there really anything that you should be paying for right now? Well, You're not paying to keep their lights on right now. You're not paying for sports teams right now. You're not paying yeah. for faculty. Well, kind of, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, this is a decent refund. So I mean, at least that's cool. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I mean, but, it's going to be almost mandatory for some people because a lot of people don't have a suitable computer, especially. I mean, if it's maybe video conferencing, you don't you just get like a hundred dollar Chromebook. But if you want right. to actually do something on it, like for some uh, some classes, you might need a little more uh, more powerhouse of a computer to run certain programs or whatever. Even maybe through a VM, I don't know exactly. But a lot of people just don't have that. Yeah, and I think it was it was like Chicago or Detroit or something chartered like fifty thousand school buses and equip them with Wi-Fi, uh, with Wi-Fi, with Wi-Fi hardware and set them out. So people that didn't have internet at home could like do classwork. Yeah. Austin did that too. Which is an absolutely tremendous idea, but like, that's crazy. Yeah. I've, I've got a elementary school at the front of my neighborhood and, uh, it seems like during all of this, they've just been like a, uh, like a donations pickup area. Like you can go and get lunch there and stuff. Like that's just all it's turned into is just kind of like a bag lunch mill. That's weird. It, it's crazy how like affected some areas are and how like absolutely unaffected others can be. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm not seeing any of this. Like I work at home. Like the only time I go out is if it's, I'm going to go like pick up groceries or something like that. So like, I don't necessarily like the only thing that's changed in my life is like, wow, hey, there's a lot less traffic now, or hey, that's, you know, people are wearing masks now, or hey, there's a weird police tape outside the Walmart for, like, people to go in a few at a time. So I'm not necessarily seeing it as much as some of these other people are. I, can, I mean, it. I don't know. I can't imagine. It must be insane. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty wild stuff. It's really, <sighs> it's really weird being like, uh, like I'm a software developer, so I can do everything from home, and they have us doing everything from home. But I'm also tied to like a manufacturing sector that's like trying desperately to get people back into the factory because without it, like we're literally going to, like they're saying, you know, we've got two months of solid money that, until things really get shaky. And, uh, you know, I, I it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because they're, uh, they're definitely telling us more and more that they're going to start bringing people back into factories. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if that's too early. I don't know if, because I think it'll be a huge PR nightmare if they bring people back to the factories and then like an outbreak happens at the factory and then they have to end up closing the factory again. Like, yeah, I don't know what. And I feel like there's a big liability aspect to this too. I feel like companies mm-hmm. aren't going to be able to bring people back. Like it's going to be a race to see who's going to be bringing people back into their office first and then just kind of watching to see what they do. And if, you know, God forbid, somebody in the office gets exposed and then ends up passing away, I feel like the company's liable for bringing them back into an unsafe workplace. I feel like we're going to oh, see dude, a lot yeah. of that after this. A lot oh, yeah. of uh, lawsuits. Well, the amount of lawsuits are going to be insane. Yeah. There's got, You can't tell me there's not going to be a nationwide class action lawsuit for like the mesothelioma bullshit. Oh, yeah. There's absolutely going to be one for Corona. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, the company I used to work for that my roommate currently works at, they deemed themselves essential even though they they run budget furniture. And uh, they are running a thing right now where if you don't miss the next if you don't miss more than I think a day or two in the next 40 days, you get a $500 bonus. Is your life worth $500? So, so for a lot of people that in this area bumfuck Georgia, which a lot of people are either irresponsible with their money or have bills or what have you, that $500 goes a long way. But at the same time, you're encouraging somebody that's showing symptoms to come to work to get that $500. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think people are taking masks seriously. I don't, I don't think a majority of people understand that wearing a mask isn't to protect you, but to protect others if you're sick. I, Why would they care about other people? I mean, it, time yeah. and time again, it's shown that people literally just don't care about other people. Yeah. And if it's affecting them, that's when they actually start to care. Oh, yeah, man. And I <laughs> I just don't know what's going to happen with all this, man, because I don't think we're at the end of it. I don't think we're anywhere close to the end of it. And I think bringing people back to the workplace and saying that we are close to the end of it, I think it's just... Because, like, they're saying they're going to, you know, fever check everybody. They're going to check your temperature before you're allowed in the office building. But we hear time and time again that you can be asymptomatic for, you know, oh, yeah. 10 days. You could be asymptomatic for the entire time that you have it. You could just think you have allergies and you could right. infect, you know, 150, 200 people. And then those people can go on and, you know, it just seems Literally, so Literally, if you don't look at corona the same way you look at the flu, you're an idiot. I mean, even you don't have to be a fever if you don't have to be throwing up to be care a carrier of the flu. And I mean, people are saying like <laughs> this can permanently affect your lungs. I, you know, there's but especially and it was funny because they not funny. It, they they re- they found out that when this started really getting cases in America, they found out that um, it affected a lot of blood clots in younger people. Or sorry, it it it's it's causing blood clots, which is part of the reason why your lungs are getting so damaged, is because they're getting filled with these blood clots, 
And they really didn't start to notice this until they got to America because of our obesity problem and yeah. people with diabetes or high blood pressure. It, it's, it's just compounding it further and further. And then when you look at those blood problems, that's why you're reading about these young, these strokes in younger people is because of their blood issues. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear about that on that same vein? Uh, this, Oh God, there's a pun there. Uh, Oh yeah, the, you feel good about that one, no, Cam? No, uh, I can't remember what his name was, unfortunately, but uh, I think like Jason something Broadway star apparently uh, lost a leg due to Corona, which I don't know the the biomechanics to that, but it might be related to the the blood clots or something. Oh something yeah, blood clotting in legs is definitely uh, a very common thing in athletes, and if there's anything that's going to exacerbate that. Especially if you, I mean, think of how many people have pre-existing conditions that they don't know about just because, hey, you know, my knees have been hurting. Is that a pre-existing condition or is that just something that fucking happened? I mean, some things you just learn to live with and it's really something you should get checked out. And again, you could tie it back into that. Well, you know, at what cost, like how, how many people can afford to go to the doctor for stuff that they think is a common ailment versus the thing of just dealing with it and just getting over it. Yeah. So and like, you know, that's a whole argument. I know like a lot of people are losing their lives to this and all that stuff, but man, a Broadway star where his, that's, that's his career is being a Broadway star. And then he loses a leg to it. Like, that's, yeah, that's career ending. And that's, that must be awful. Absolutely awful. Well, especially when you look at like, I mean, you expect like if the, somebody's in there like eighties or nineties, I mean, you expect it to happen, but and that's where it's all. I don't want to say one's more tragic than the other, obviously. But, I mean, a 20-something-year-old in the prime of their life getting permanent lung damage or permanent damage to their body that they could possibly carry with them for 60 more years versus somebody who's, you know, lived out most of their life. I'm, it's, you can't compare it, but, it, you know, one's, you could argue one's more tragic than the other. But, yeah, um, when we start talking about, you know, what's who's more tragic when they die during this, I mean, that's when you know we shouldn't be fucking opening up the country. I mean, yeah, I mean that's fair. What the fuck, are, fair. what the fuck are we doing? Why? Well, I, it just doesn't make sense, and I feel like it's just going to be an error that is literally going to get people killed, and is only going to extend all this bullshit. So I mean, this is going to be edgy, but there's a, actually a pretty fitting Marilyn Manson lyric that fits times like these and it's the death of one is a tragedy but the death of millions people just don't give a shit yeah because i mean you could see fifty thousand on a screen but caitlin i think you brought up um i think you brought up it was i was watching i was re-watching clips i was doing the april highlights and you had brought up that like people can't fathom beyond the number like 200 yeah when it comes to like a unit yeah so fifty thousand is just a number to people like unless you know it's one thing to see 50,000 people dead laying in a field. It's a different thing just to see a number scrolling by on CNN. Yeah, like you can you can visualize what 20 football fields is, but you can't visualize what 200,000 footballs are. You have right, to convert right. it. And well, even I don't know if you guys remember back when Ebola first came in and they had the people up in New York and they like shut down like four city blocks and you saw the people going in with the hazmat suits and they cordoned off like an entire wings of the hospitals for like three people. 
Now, granted, Ebola is insanely more. I think the uh, uh, the mortality rate for Ebola is like crazy compared to Corona, if I recall. But something like that. The easiest way, I think. I mean, you can't really convert lives lost into much, but you could probably convert it into like a, a town. Uh, like I think the death toll is something like fifty thousand right now. At that point, you could probably get up to to a name of a town. Like yeah, our hometown true. might be fifty thousand. I don't know. I don't know what it would be, but just trying to f- find a town close to you that has a population of around fifty thousand, and then erase it. That yeah. just in the past two months, I think maybe it's up to three months now, that that town that used to have shops, used to have grocery stores, farmers, whatnot, is just gone. It's it's a field now. Yeah. Anyways, Ryan, was that the end of your week? (laughs) Not even close. Oh, shit. All right. Anyways, I think we should move on from this sad, depressing coronavirus. Let's get away from the coronavirus. I'm tired of talking about it. That's fair. That's fair. Anyways, so last uh, week when uh, I was talking about my week, I had mentioned that I had listened to the Insane Clown Posse's debut album. Yeah, uh, and I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but still, I decided I'm going to press on and keep listening to these albums. And uh, so this week, I listened to Ringmaster, which is their second studio album. And I got to say, I appreciated it a lot more. And I, I believe this album was actually their first mention of Fago or drinking Fago because I didn't hear it in their oh. first one. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention to it, but... Uh, I, I think this is the first mention of Fago, and from what I understand, this is when they started spraying the crowd with Fago. Was during this time period. This was 1994, the year that I was born. Uh, some of the highlights on the album for me uh, were uh, "Get Off Me, Dog," "Funhouse," "For the Maggots," "Love Song." Uh, those were those were bangers. But I think the the two biggest, the winners, the absolute stars, and I might return and listen to these again were uh, "Chicken Hunting" and "Bugs on My Nugs." Uh. Uh, <laughs> Bugs on my nugs is a great one. It's about having sex with a really dirty girl. And, uh, you know, you get bugs on your nugs. And probably the best part of this song was the actual bugs that were on their nugs were the ones that were doing the chorus in this song. Wow. Wow. Bugs singing about, like, don't you be banging them gay Is you going to get us on your nugs? It's pretty great. And then chicken hunting was just about them, like, man, I really want a chopped chicken sandwich right now. And so they went to a restaurant, and the guy's like, we don't have any chopped chicken. So like, all right, well, let's go get some chicken. And so they went chicken hunting uh, with machetes and killed them. It was a very violent album. Talked a lot You're trying to it. tell me that Popeyes didn't jump all over that when Popeyes released their chicken sandwich? No, oh, they should have. Chicken hunting should have been the should have Dude, been that would have been great. Song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was, uh, that was Ringmaster. I much preferred this one over the, the first one. Uh, I believe next is uh, uh, Riddle Box is the name of their next album. So I'll be listening to that to this week and uh, continuing my transformation into a full-on juggalo. Pretty excited. Yeah, that's though. good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. It's a shame that we're not going to have the gathering of the ju- – well, you know, obviously with stuff going on. It's it's kind of sad that we've we've really started to embrace the uh, juggalo lifestyle. I know, right? I was excited for the, the gathering this year. I absolutely would have gone with you. Dude, I'd love to go. That would yeah, be but- amazing. That's a good time. Uh, and while on I, the topic of uh, uh, trashy, white trash things, uh, do you remember last week when I was talking to you about WrestleMania? 
and I had mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never bigger, got into day two. Yeah, the well, I, I'm not going to worry about that because it's not that important. Uh, That's fair. But do you remember how I mentioned how Undertaker and Kayfabe had killed two people? Yes, yes. So during this whole coronavirus stuff, WWE cut a bunch of their wrestlers, and two of the people that they cut uh, were the ones that Undertaker and killed in Kayfabe. So in Kayfabe, wow. he actually murdered these people, and they are gone. They are never coming back. Undertaker actually <laughs> murdered two people. Nice. So that was pretty cool. Uh, to be fair, the, one of the CEOs of the company date raped somebody and got them to marry him. Who is yes, the actually, it's funny. They they just had uh, Triple H's twenty five year, uh, like his twenty five years of wrestling. They're celebrating yeah, on yeah. SmackDown. And Shawn Michaels came out because they sort of did like a breaking kayfabe kind of thing. And he mentioned that and Triple H got super flustered. It was pretty hard. <laughs> um, and uh, also, I was kind of hoping Davis would be here because something that I've been obsessing over the, for like the past two weeks has been Chris Chan. Like obsessing. Hardcore. I've been watching hundreds of YouTube videos. Been reading so many online articles. And I know Davis is familiar with him. So I was hoping that we could bounce off each other on that, but I guess I'll wait till next week before I talk about that. I have no idea what this is. I've just heard you guys talk briefly about it. It's 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 fucking crazy. Uh, let's just say it's probably the most documented person on the internet, and it's not even close. Like this more guy, than Joe Exotic. Oh, way more. Like wow. Joe Exotic is is not even. This guy has literally been documented from like the day he was born until like now. And he's gone absolutely insane because of it. He's also autistic. So it's like, there's a lot right, right. going into that. Uh, wow. So I'll wait till next week to talk about that. Cause I got a lot to say about it. And uh, I guess to finish it, I've been watching a lot of uh, star Wars and stuff. Uh, I'm trying to watch all the star Wars, like movies and TV shows in chronological order, including like all the animated series. Clone Wars and all that. Um, yes, I'm in the middle of Clone Wars right now, and that show is fucking phenomenal. It's, it like makes. I still, I've never cool. seen it. What the the show? Yeah, you should watch it if you're if you're interested in Star Wars at all. I highly recommend it. It's. Uh, it's I'm waiting. Uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender is coming to I think Netflix next month. Yeah, but so all, you, all you need to do is watch them like the live action movie, and that's all you need. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. The M Night Shyamalan one. It's pretty good. You know, I you know I was thinking about something the other day, Ryan. Not not speaking of Avatar. Do you remember when you got your parents? Because this is back in the day of the Xbox 360, where all of us were competing super hardcore to get the highest gamer score. Yeah. You, Nick, and I especially went hard trying to get the highest gamer score than the other ones. Yeah. You bought the Avatar game. For the explicit reason that you got a thousand gamer score with right, the fifteen minutes, I did not game. buy the game. I was given the game by Garrison because he said, "Do you want one thousand free gamer score?" I said, "Yes, I would like that." <laughs> and so I bought. I, I, he gave it to me. And I st- I think I still have it. Uh, I'm actually still pretty salty. I don't have my original gamer tag. It has disappeared. I don't. I don't. What the the double double one? Yeah, yeah. That the the gamer tag I use now is. Uh, different than the original, so that's twenty thousand achievement points that are just gone that I'll never get back. So yeah, that's pretty upsetting. So who won? Uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't even remember. Well, I think I might won. have won yeah, at the time. I, I remember, remember them Tommy that's where I was at, and that's where I'm at on my new one now. So I know I'd have at least like forty thousand achievement points if I still had it. Right. 
I think I got up to like 40,000 at one point. Yeah, I, mean, I know probably, like the shit out of a lot of. Oh yeah, yeah, you know I had. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you got me. I still remember there was some kid who came into one of our Xbox Live lobbies who had like ten thousand gamer or like like a hundred thousand gamer points, and he was like trying to get our accounts so he could put like uh, gamer points and stuff on it. And then he. Oh yeah, dude! I remember the same all night. the time back in the day. Like people used to scam the shit out of other people. Um, there was a kid named Chris that we went to school with. Yeah, he's, I'm pretty Everybody, sure that was the one. With that the, was the one, dude. Yeah, we were just chilling. He was amazing at Call of Duty 4 and Modern Warfare. And I would just chill in lobbies with him while he found, like, these, like, nine-year-olds to come in. And he would just scam the shit out of them for Microsoft points, saying he'd prestige their accounts. And then they'd send him, like, 1,500 Microsoft points. And he'd say, like, fuck you, kid. And he'd, like, block the kid and, and kick him out of the call. He actually, and that happened like five times a day, every day. He actually did prestige my account. <laughs> oh yeah, he prestiged mine too. Absolutely. Yeah, I gave. I think I gave him like ten dollars in person. <laughs> I respect the hustle. So I was, I was one of those kids that got scammed. I, I mean, you, you didn't get scammed though. I mean, you got the prestige. Yeah, that was an investment right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. Think about how much pussy you got because you had that fucking 10th yeah. prestige tag, I bet bro. the girls loved it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did, uh, yeah. So it did change my life, but. <laughs> the, honestly, you probably wouldn't be uh, pre-ordering a sauna right now if you hadn't prestiged your account back then. Yep, yep. That's uh, That was the moment that I knew that I deserved a sauna in life. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Shout out to Chris, everyone. Thanks, Ruth's Chris. Yeah, through, Thanks for, through yeah. Chris Steakhouse. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, well, that's the end of my week. Honor, what did you do? Well, I mean, nothing as entertaining as Ryan, but... Uh, you didn't listen to any Juggalo albums? No, but I uh, I definitely can't wait to hear how the, all that unfolds because uh, I, I hope you just completely dive headfirst in and you get the tattoos and everything. I'm only on... Oh, yeah, I can't wait to see him on stream, hours. like, in full Juggalo makeup. Dude, I would love nothing dude, more. We'll I'd love we'll nothing see, more. Because, yeah, the... I, honestly, I wasn't a fan of the first one, and this one, I'm like, hmm, kind of like this. Dude, the next... I think it's because I wasn't as willing to accept it. Like, I didn't get it. And so this this week, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, like, just let it as, like, the ridiculous. I'm going to let it flow. I'm gonna oh, you got to take the blinders off, for sure. And uh, I let it happen. I'm like, you know what? Some of these are kind of catchy. Bugs on my nugs, man. I could... I, I might, you know, maybe that should just be our intro track. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Bugs for, oh yeah. Bugs on my nugs, man. I'll contact, <laughs> I'll contact the clowns, see if they'll let us have it. Yeah, hop on that. Maybe they'll sponsor the show. What if, what if I can, wow. what if I reach out, what, who, what's the name? Murder J, is that, it's Murder J and uh, Shaggy Tudo. Yeah. Yeah, what if I reach out to Shaggy Two Dope and I'm like, can we use bugs on my nugs? And they give us like full permission. Would you do it? Could we possibly be the official Blood Nation and the official Juggalo <laughs> 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 I'm curious. Do you think there's any overlap between like the Crips, the Bloods, and the Juggalos? Absolutely. A hundred percent. hundred percent, dude. Absolutely not. Dude, no way. fucking Blind Fury. You know who Blind Fury is? Is he Absolutely a, a Blood not. Juggalo? <laughs> yeah, not even kidding. Oh, I love it. I love the jugglers. I love everything about them. I don't think they should be on the FBI's most wanted list. No, I don't think so either. I think that's the dominant. That's like peak '90s government, though, dude. Is that is that real or is that just kind of? Like, yeah, they're oh, literally. Uh, they're literally like they, they're they're um. 
Didn't they're, they, they like classified the Juggalos as like a terrorist organization? Or absolutely, something? they're they're up there with like the Bloods and the Crips in terms of like gangs on the FBI's list. This is, yeah, it's pretty funny. Hilarious. Which I mean, maybe not as violent, but if you want to talk about like drug usage, I'd say they're probably I I'd say even pu- pushing further than some of them. But I don't think like self drug usage necessarily dictates that you're a terrorist group. Nah, dude, they're just drinking Fago and smashing their heads on signs and stuff. Yeah, I really, I, kind of- I really hope next time I come back to Georgia, Ryan, you you've got like the really really big jeans and like the really black baggy <laughs> shirt with the Juggalo thing, and you've got, got my necklace on. Yeah, the- you've got a bike lock like lock. chained to you, and and you you got the full face paint. Yeah, we'll see. That'd be we'll beautiful. See. Yeah, I expect like it. The spiked up hair. We'll see. That'd be beautiful, right? That'd be that honestly be like your ultimate transformation. I mean, I feel like you don't just like. I, I don't know if you're born a juggler or not, or, or if it just like it happens, <laughs> or. But I mean, if this music starts to take a hold of me, I mean, who knows? Do you, do, do you does feel? Does Gray it? have like a lead? Does Gray have like a thing on the plug where if you're like it's too much, pull me out? She can like unplug the headphone jack, and you can like. I'm feeling it. To- ah! <laughs> <laughs> Feeling like Juggalo, babe. Turn on Twenty One Pilots. My entire life about this. <laughs> we'll see. That's yeah, all I'm saying. I'm not opposed. To, like, I'm not opposed. Like, to, I'm not going to fight it either. We'll see what happens. That's fair. Don't fight it. That's accept fair. it. I'm not going to fight it. <laughs> it's um, early. It's early. Uh, definitely for my week. Um, just been uh, editing, um, like usual. Um, watched Waco and holy oh, shit, that's that a show good. right there. I loved that. If you haven't seen Waco yet, it's a it's a TV series from 2018 about uh, the Branch Davidians back in 1993 um, having a showdown with the ATF and then the FBI. Um, it's based off of two books. One of them is uh, by one of the FBI negotiators. And one of them is by one of the survivors. I'm not going to give their names because they're in the show. And, you know, I don't want to like, you know, you know, there's spoilers. But um, I, I'm i going to say, right, who here hasn't seen the show? I haven't seen it. I also okay. have not seen it. And I know nothing uh, about Waco. You need to watch it, man. Next week. Now, next week's episode, we're going to have a spoiler cast about it. Because I want to hey, hang on, hang on. Before you get into that, we said we were going to talk about Carol Baskins on the last one. Did Kalen? Did you ever watch Tiger King? I don't even care because we need to talk. At least um, give at least like five minutes on our yeah, opinions I, on uh, Carol Baskins. I think I Carol Baskin is Hillary Clinton's secret long lost twin. Oh yeah, that's okay. a hot take. Yeah, because you know they've got the same kind of like laugh it off kind of thing where like yeah. anybody questions them like, and then they're just I, I couldn't do that. Like I don't know. I don't know, man. Kill my husband. <laughs> Sardine oil, really? Like, yeah. I, I, here's my here's my opinion on it. I don't think Carol Baskins killed her husband. Here's my crazy conspiracy theory. You know, in the show when they're sitting down and they're interviewing the what's what was her husband saying that died? Oh god, the guy. Um, you know how they're sitting there and they're yeah. interviewing his kids and the disgruntled ex-wife of of them. Yeah. Go into watch that interview again with. Uh, thinking in mind that the wife was the one that killed the husband and the ex-wife yes the ex-wife 
See, I would agree with you if they got money out of it, but they didn't, so there's zero reason for them to just watch it again. Go back and watch that interview with her and just be like, what if she was the one that killed him? And just listen to her talk about it. It makes so much sense to me. I don't know. I feel like that's a little far-fetched. I don't know, man. We also addressed the fact that, like, Carol Baskins wasn't just walking down the street. Like, there's been several people that have reported that Nebraska Avenue down in Tampa is literally where you go to pick up a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was definitely... I think that's, like, pretty much a given. I think without without saying, every single person on that show is a huge piece of shit, except for, like, four people. And I wouldn't be surprised if everyone was lying about everything. Mm, Though, apparently... I don't know. I've listened to a couple podcasts, like... um, David Spade had a bunch of them on his uh, his show, and uh, I listened to Theo Vaughn had the uh, who's that guy? The guy that has like the in South Carolina. Who's that guy? Oh, the the fucking cult dude. What was his name? Like John or something? Oh, the guy, uh, the the other Tiger King. Yeah, the other Tiger King in, in Myrtle dude. Beach. Dude, that's honestly the R. Kelly of the fucking documentary. Well, that's the thing though is apparently like they portrayed him as being just like this crazy womanizer that has all these women but i mean i you know and he could be lying on theo von's podcast but uh, apparently bagavon antle yeah 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 john but he's called the doc, doc right That's doc antle he uh yeah. apparently and according to what he said on the theo von podcast the uh everything that they put about him in the netflix documentary was just like a complete lie like those were like some of his family members like in that picture where like all of the women are like holding onto a leash with a tiger on it and it's like kind of implied that these are all his kind of women like sex slaves yeah and, like apparently like one of them is his like wife's or uh his uh son's wife one of them is his like aunt one of them is his like apparently like but i mean who knows maybe he could be like fronting on theo von Pot- but apparently he's also oh, he, he is suing the producer of the the movie i think carol baskin's also suing the producer of tiger king and uh i mean apparent i I don't know what to think it's but like the thing is like the none i don't trust any of them not anyone in that what the thing is is that apparently the the, apparently the guy that did the that did the documentary like you could tell by some of the settings he was chilling with some of these people and that he got pretty close and intimate with a lot of these people. Like that dude, um, what was his name? Alan Glover, that really weird dude that went that theoretically went down to go kill Carol Baskins. <laughs> there were, he just straight up interviewed him while he was giving himself a bath. <laughs> yeah, was that weird. was very strange. Yeah. I, one of my favorite there's a there's a Tiger King subreddit and it's fucking golden. And uh, one of my favorite things is they zoomed in on the the the, the documentary's uh, director's face when Carol and her husband were showing him that terrible fucking music video that they made on YouTube, and somebody fucking zoomed in on his face, and that's one of the funniest pictures I've ever seen because that mu- that music video. How uncomfortable are you sitting in a room with somebody that? is one of two people that likely killed her ex-husband and they're showing you a video of this chick terribly singing about tigers oh my god i forgot about that part (laughs) i still want to make a meme that has howard baskin her new husband and mitch mcconnell and 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 then and then have it side by side with a picture of Woolie and Wario because it's uncanny, dude. Also the fucking the conspiracy theory that the who's the fucking the guy that owns the park now the douchebag guy with the Jeff wife. Lowe. 
Fuck yeah, that Jeff he is, he's Carol Baskin's ex-husband, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? Dude, yeah, look at side-by-side pictures. They look like exactly the same person. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Did you see he did an AMA on Reddit? Yeah, it was hilarious. But he did it, yeah, but he did it through a website that he got paid per click on. Oh, that's so... Literally, yeah, I love the description of him as a. I love, I love the description okay, of him as a monster bag. can transformed into a human. <laughs> Dad, I love I love seeing video of him like working in the fields of Oklahoma, wearing that fucking like uh, the Ed Hardy shirt and like the bedazzled jeans and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah, and he's got like a twenty-two-year-old pregnant wife and like seven different mistresses. A little pussy gets you a lot of pussy. God damn it. That's so gross. Dude, my favorite is that fucking, that James Garrison dude, like, fuck, what was that scene where he's just zooming around on a jet ski? It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, like action shots of this fat dude just chilling on a jet ski. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, just record, just record. I'm, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna do a couple laps in the cove, just record. Oh, God. Uh, I will say the three good people out of the entirety of it were John R- Rinky, who were the who was the dude that didn't have uh, the legs. Yeah, I like that him. guy was awesome. The uh, chick Kelsey, who had her arm ripped off. Well, it's he. It's actually a guy. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, the the All people right. on the Netflix uh, documentary kept there. calling him. She, well, no, the people on the Netflix documentary kept calling him she. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what she, I thought. She, he, he is a male. He's a female to male uh, transgender. I didn't understand man. that there was. I wish they had said. Well, something. yeah, and I mean, if you only watch the documentary, they just keep calling her she. Yeah. Um, Rick Kirkham, I thought was hilarious. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that guy's the guy still who alive. Recorded all the stuff and all of his stuff uh, got burnt down. Oh yeah. Dude, do you, know Eric, fucking, do you know fucking uh, that? The, you know how the Gators all got burned and stuff? Yeah. Apparently, those were owned by Michael Jackson. Yeah, they were Michael Jackson's Gators. Excuse Isn't that crazy? me? Yeah. He, apparently, he I mean, owned that's the- not too surprising because they had to probably put him somewhere when he died. I, I, I have no idea, but apparently, he owned those. Those were his Gators. Yep. That's, that's crazy. It's crazy when the dude. That what that Scarface is based on is the least crazy person in a group of people. Oh, I know. I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy was like, okay, I mean, I get it. Yeah, I burned, I burned like, somebody on my property, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's so casual about it, too. We He's chopped like, him up I mean, and they they we prove... burned him, okay? <laughs> it's like, they couldn't prove that I was the one to chop him <laughs> up or burn him, so I got out. Like... God damn, man. That fucking documentary was crazy. Yeah, man. It's, uh... I don't know. Who, I don't know who sacrificed to how many people to whatever deity that made that release happen when it did. But holy shit, that is probably going to go down as like the most watched, most like biggest phenomenon in probably TV history. Caitlin, hey, have you not fucking watched this yet? I literally spent all this week saying watch the fucking show. So I'm convinced that we're living in a simulation, and this is their test. This is their test is making everyone talk about it. Mm, okay. And that no, now you no. guys are all compromised now, and I'm, I remain pure. Wait, do you, do oh, you yeah? think the coronavirus was started by Tiger King? Oh, 100%. No doubt about oh, it. Oh, shit. Okay. So I feel the like, jokes I, I, don't know. I, I feel like 
Everyone's talking about it too much. I don't no, know. I mean, it, it, it's probably the craziest thing that's it's ever insane. like. It's, it's bad shit, and it never slows down to like the very end. Yeah, it, you really. <laughs> it just keeps getting weirder. Every episode you watch, you just think, "Jesus Christ!" Like, how do some people, you know, just tie their shoes in the morning? Like, what is this? <laughs> it's like it's it's like watching a car crash in slow motion, and each episode, like another like three cars get added to the crash. Yeah. It just keeps getting better. <laughs> It's, it's, I just can't even believe all this shit is, is like real. It's, but like once you like, once you understand real. the characters, it, like you can totally believe it's real because they're just all assholes. Every single one of them. They're all just like the worst of humans. And they all think the other person's an asshole. It's like <laughs> no, you look in the mirror. You're also a huge asshole. Oh, I loved it. I loved it so much. I like how you could flip a coin. And if whatever like side it lands on is if they talk shit about the person that was just their friend like the last episode too. Yeah. I will say though, Ed had like a heartbreaking ending though. When Joe Exotic is like has the realization that he's actually been abusing all these animals the entire time. Oh my god, yeah, that was that literally yeah. broke my heart. Yeah, but how much of that was dude, let's be honest, agent. how much of that was an act? Dude, he's I don't just trying to I get sympathy know. points I mean, now I so he gets pardoned like, to get out of jail. I don't know about that. I, I right, think I, right, well, I'm sitting time, here right now. If agenda, you were threatened with 40 years in prison, you would turn your personality a 180 and do, do I, or I, say I, whatever it took to garnish sympathy. I, I get it. Uh, I, do, I do think there was a certain... I think he finally realized that what he was doing was fucked up. Because at the time, it's not like he was he was like doing it for the show well, yeah, being, being clean off meth for longer than a month probably clears your conscience a little bit. I mean, I guess, but God, that just... Even like that aside, just like just hearing him talk about the monkeys and how they were in a cage next to each other for 10 years oh god <laughs> so sad and he's like oh fuck man though you know actually they're way happier when you put them like in a cage or a big ass environment together oh, fucking idiot god fucking a man have you guys checked out the subreddit at all yeah, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm. I'm just happy that the, uh, meme, the memes are amazing. I'm just happy that his uh, who was his first husband, John. Oh yeah, I'm glad. John, uh, no, marrying yeah, two straight men was too much for me. Too. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad he got new teeth. I think he he got out of this on top. Oh, yeah. He got he got a nice set of chompers. Oh, did he? He got his teeth fixed. Yeah. Yeah, he got his teeth fixed. Yeah, they look great. I really think the most disturbing part of Tiger King for me was uh, literally the video of uh, uh, what, his second husband. Yeah, what was his name? Killing himself. Oh, yeah, oh my, yeah, uh, like that was crazy. crazy. Dude, I, I was shit. not expecting that at all. Oh, that was it. Just came out of nowhere. And then just yeah, have fucking his gosh, campaign man. manager from the fucking Walmart ammo section. Those just. <laughs> Yeah, Joshua Joshua was one of my favorite people in that entire documentary. Yeah. Ugh. You know he's actually gay too? I did not know that. Yeah, Joshua is also Have you uh, if you have it go back. They actually added an episode to Tiger King. I where, saw they added uh, it, but I just assumed it was just yeah, going to be crap. Yeah, Joel, Joel McHale uh calls and interviews a bunch of the people afterwards and uh talks about how their life's changed and different things and just asks, It's actually a pretty decent watch. All right, well, I'll watch uh, it then. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, he calls. That's what Josh talks about it. And, dude, it's fucked up. Like it actually, like because it's not necessarily a lot of the main people, but 
but like you like you know J- that John Rinky guy is on it, Kelsey's on it, John's on it, Rick Kirkham's on it, uh, fucking Jeff Lowe is on it because fuck Jeff Lowe, he's gonna do what he's gonna squeeze as much attention out of this as possible. Dude, I bet he doesn't give a fuck. I bet he loved the show because it's oh, just giving him so much attention it. now. But yeah, go check out that. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Go check out they added a they added an extra episode where it's just interviews with a lot of the uh, the sidecast, and it's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. I'll have to go look at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, uh, we just mentioned it last week. Go ahead, Waco. Do it. Well, we'll we'll do Waco next week. I'll let I'll let you guys all have a chance to watch. Yeah, it. I gotta watch. All it. right, I'll I'll watch Waco. It's it's six episodes. They range from forty five minutes to uh, I think fifty one. So you could easily watch it in a week. It's not, I, I'll say one of the more upsetting, like, cause you, you watch shows, right? And you could typically like when there's a fucked up movie, you've heard about it, right? Like, oh, this is, but like, I'll say one of the more upsetting watches I've ever had in my life. Very much made me sit there and think, um, I'll say if you watch it, take everything with a grain of salt though. And we'll explain that next week. You're I'll explain a lot still? of the next. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, take everything you watch on it with a grain of salt, and I'll explain why next week. But do watch it. Just go watch it. It's six episodes. Should we call Trump? Should, can we tra- call Trump live on air? Do we take calls? Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> All right, just give him a call. I'll, I'll call nine one one. I had some people reach out. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with the Daddy Trump coming back in. Um, we uh. I had some people reach out to me that were actually upset because I, I was going to do this whole thing where I did like a Brian Kemp skit and like pretend to do like a like a State of the Union, but for like Brian Kemp. And I posted on the Discord that we had Brian Kemp on because I was going to pretend to be him. I had a lot of I've actually had a couple people message me privately pretty upset about the fact that I lied about Brian Kemp coming onto my show. <laughs> <laughs> like I legitimately got like angry comments that were saying like, dude. I legitimately thought this guy was coming on. Like, like, um, don't fucking like, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, like typical, like people that typically listen to this or people that like reached out to you that you've I never mean, heard. There was one, there was one person that kind of did, but like a lot of just rant older people that hadn't been around the stream that had been around a long time ago, but only came back and watched again because like they thought that I was legitimately having the fucking governor of Georgia on my. So, so my nobody, stream. nobody from Brian Kemp's office reached out to you. No, no, that would have been pretty funny, though. That would have been funny. I would have liked that. We should have trolled that hard. But I was going to have this whole bit. I had, I even made my own sign with a fucking weed leaf with a line through it. And I, I even labeled it No Hemp for Kemp. And I thought that was a really funny slogan. Like, I put work into that, and it just fell through so hard. I was pretty upset about it. Um, Let's see here. So, you fuckers need to watch Waco. Uh, Kalen, watch Tiger King. I need to hear Kalen's reaction on Tiger King. It's just one of those things where it's like, you, Kaelin, you know, when just, like it's. Just watch the first episode. Just, that's it. If you, if you don't like it, then you can at least say you tried. But it, it, the first episode was enough to suck me in and be like, I got to watch all this right now. All right. Well, just watch the first the episode. Simulation going to get me. The, the the Tiger King show is a lot like back in back when Until Dawn came out on YouTube. I sat there and every single one of my favorite YouTubers, I had to watch their playthroughs 
just because I needed to see each of their own individual reactions to what was going on and who they fucked up and all that stuff. This is very similar to that where it's just, everyone's got their own take and it's fascinating just to see like individual people's takes on it. Yeah. What if all right, Ryan, what was your, uh, is there anything in the media or is there anything else you, you saw this week that, uh, you really really liked or you thought it was um, funny I, I think i have to mention it just because and i i'm only i'm gonna be brief because i know you and me could talk about this for hours tommy uh i don't know so much about Kellen or kaylin but and i don't think we've done any of this in the past one but uh, a little bit of sports news uh Uh-oh. and we, we didn't mention it since since the last podcast but tom brady and rob gronkowski are now oh my god which is hilarious super weird to think about I never thought in this that we'd ever see Tom Brady as not a Patriot anymore. That's fucking weird. The AFC South might be the best division in, in, NFC in, in South. football. Is he Sorry, NFC South. Yeah, and fucking Jameis Winston went over to the Saints. He's the backup for Drew Brees now. How fucking weird is that? Where did Bridgewater go? Uh, the Panthers. He's in the Panthers. Jesus Christ. I know. I think everybody just fucking jumped shit and went to the NFC South. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad. The Falcons <laughs> will get a bunch of fucking... Um, Whoever makes it out of that division should automatically go to the conference championship game. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could. Say, I mean, realistically, there's probably going to be two teams in the South that are going to be in absolutely, the absolutely. Did Brady say That's, why he left? I mean, it, uh, I mean, everyone was rumoring that they're like um, the Patriots. He was looking for. He he still thinks that he's got a lot in the tank. Uh, and I think the Patriots apparently, were like, well, yeah, apparently there was some some butting of heads against him. And um, so there was an interesting conspiracy theory video I watched about it. And uh, what's the fucking name of their owner again? Kraft. Kraft, the guy who jerked Kraft, off. In that the, fucking, the yeah, that, that, nice. yeah, that, you know, teenage fucker. The, um, the, the, the he, uh, him and Tom, you could tell by the press releases and statements said by people, him and Tom Brady have a really good relationship and they still do. And Kraft actually had a really like personal and sentimental goodbye to Tom Brady. You didn't see that from, uh, Bill Belichick. And, well, I, I, like for me, I think it's just Bill being Bill. Like, oh, yeah. I agree. But a lot of the verbiage that came out was there were disagreements between the organization and Tom Brady. Well, I just, just think that was the general manager. Bastard. And if you think that was the owner, that had to have been a head coach thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that like Bill was like, all right, well, he's, I don't know. I don't think he's our quarterback anymore. Well, so, and Tom Brady had an arguably worse year last year than like he has in a while. Yeah, so no, I, I think I a lot of it could have been Belichick's possibly thinking, okay, Brady's getting older. Maybe he's attributing this to age. While Brady's saying, dude, like, I've been your quarterback. I've won you six rings. What, you know, are you going to pay well, yeah, me the I money mean, or no? To, yeah, he still thinks he's got a lot in the tank. And I bet he's just like, I've done so much for you. Like, why don't you right. trust me? And essentially, it came down to Bill Belichick told Tom Brady, we can give you a one year deal, yeah. take it or leave it. And Tom yeah. Brady said, fuck this, I'm out. So I don't know much about the sports stuff of this, but I mean, I imagine Tom if Tom Brady is an expensive asset, right? And if you have a limited well, amount of funds, of, he's, he he's known to take pay cuts. Yeah, he's taken pay cuts so they could pick up better marquee athletes. And his his yeah, wife right. makes so much goddamn money. I bet he doesn't give a shit oh my about God. it. Well, that's part Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Honestly, what's like uh, one point three million compared to one point five million? I think for me, for me, I personally, I just think it's like him is like, I wanted them to want me. 
and I don't think that they wanted me. Well, and there's always been the thing of Belichick. I mean, uh, how many times have you heard it that Tom Brady's a good quarterback, but any quarterback in that system would just do what Tom Brady does? So I think Tom Brady's got a chip on his shoulder. Tom Brady's always had a chip on his shoulder. There's a really good NFL Films documentary on YouTube about Tom Brady. And the guy's always, the guy's the GOAT. He's top of the game, and he still plays with a chip on his shoulder. And, like, he, everyone is challenging him from, like, the same level. Yeah, and, and I so wouldn't be I surprised he looked, if he wanted yeah. to win somewhere else. Be like, I exactly. can do Exactly, so I he can, can put to bed the rumors of Bill Belichick's the reason they want Super Bowls, or that system's the reason yeah. they want Yeah, I mean, he went to the Bucks and they fucking suck. So, I mean, it's, it's like, so if, if he, he can win there, he the really Bucks, is the Even if he takes them to the playoffs, I think there's an argument that, like, you know, it's like the mm. LeBron thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and they, and they drafted really well uh, and they've picked up some, obviously some huge like additions and stuff, uh, which I'm sure Tom Brady was like wanting them to do. So right, right. I think the Bucks are automatically like they're a playoff contender now. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, they got Gronk there's, too. I don't know. There's we'll, even we'll, fucking we'll rumors are going to get Antonio Brown. I mean, that was, that's a rumor. I, I think that'd be crazy if he was able to lure him out. That would be probably the scariest wide receiver core I've ever seen in my entire yeah, well, they life. they got fucking uh, Mike Evans, Godwin, Brown, and you got Gronk. Holy shit. And they <laughs> two other good tight ends, too. They're going to have to trade one of those tight ends. Well, and what's their running back's name? They have a pretty good running back, too. Uh, yeah, who's their fucking running back? Um, Looking it up now. Yeah, they got a good one, too. It's a good team. Uh, it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm excited to see how this Peyton season Barber. goes. What? Peyton Barber, and they have Ronald Jones. All right, well, that, those are okay, actually. Yeah, they might have drafted prepared, running back. They probably did. Um. Anyways, yeah, that's all. That's all I want to talk about, just because I think that, like, that's. I, I know we, we don't do. Can we talk about how much. funny it is that uh that a kicker got drafted before uh, uh what's his name? Uh, uh Jake Fromm. <laughs> <laughs> he almost went undrafted. Yeah, a I mean, kick, a kicker. With a legitimate anti-government pro-gun tattoo. Yeah, dude, that, that is hilarious. Old, oh my he has god, an old about that tattoo guy on his arm, and he got drafted before George's quarterback. Dude, that guy is crazy, man. I looked at all his tattoos. That guy is nuts. Uh, how did how did the Patriots think that? Like, I, I guess he is the best kicker, but holy shit! Oh that, my god, that that's tattoo. hilarious. Yeah. yeah, he's got an alt-right tattoo. <laughs> And then he release, and then he sits and puts out like a press release, and he's just like, "Yeah, you know, I went through college, not being able to afford to cover it up. With my first paycheck, uh, I've, you know, I've already got the uh, the ink, uh, the tattoo artist booked." But dude, honestly, like, it, it's not just that tattoo. All his tattoos are like angsty, fucking monster energy drink, uh, super God. angsty tattoos. They're hilarious. So I love it. Um, so there's a Nebraska cornerback named Lamar Jackson, and he actually just got traded. I think it was either to the Jet, Jets or the Bills. And so there's a Lamar Jackson as a quarterback and a cornerback on that team now. Ooh, interesting. Very confusing. No, excuse me. Sorry, because Lamar Jackson plays for the Ravens. He's in the same yes. division as the Ravens. I don't remember if that's the Bills or the Jets. Anyways, one of the, the the running the the running joke is that Lamar Jackson's probably going to pick off Lamar Jackson, and it was just like a meme. It's pretty good. 
But, but yeah, no, we could we could definitely like spend like five hours. Oh, I know we need to stop sports. because I just I just thought it was like literally like it's it's that's something that needed to be talked about because I mean like that's the LeBron James going to the Miami yeah, Heat of the it's, sports it's world. Such a huge news story that he's a Buccaneer now. <clears throat> I'm excited to see it. I don't yeah, me too. again. I, I I don't watch the NFL after playing fantasy football for so many years. I like the Falcons. I like the pay. I like a lot of different teams, but like I just watch it to see the players play at this point, and it's honestly such a refreshing way to watch the NFL because you don't get let down. Yeah, because you'll get let down. Oh, absolutely! Especially if you're an Atlanta sports fans, Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, it's just it's rough. Anyways, moving on. Uh, that that's pretty much all I really had to talk about. I have something, Kalen. Oh, Hunter. Yes. So, do you guys think? that Kim Jong-un is actually dead? Do you think he's just in a vegetative state? Or do you think he's alive? And we all just don't know anything about North Korea. Because apparently, I I don't know. I don't know what to believe. So there's reports that his personal train has been seen at his vacation home by a beach. But if North Korea is anything like their best friend, China, who... China's what you know how China is. China's like the whole like, hey, I heard you talking shit, so I'm gonna do ever. I'm gonna go talk to this person, this person, that person, and that person to start rumors about you. And they do like they blow everything out of proportion when it's not really that big of a deal. And they try all these stupid bullshit tactics, and it's such overblown bullshit. I think North Korea is taking a page out of China's playbook. I think Kim Jong Un, while not technically dead, is in a vegetative state to the degree that. They, that he may not recover from it. So North Korean officials sent the train there and are, are doing whatever they can to divert the fact that the Supreme Leader is essentially in a coma. Do you, do you think he got the coronavirus? Yeah. I don't think That's so. What, I, no, I do. I think that I think the coronavirus probably, because apparently, you know, the, the obesity is a, a big problem when it comes to that. Um, yeah. And I, I maybe it wasn't the coronavirus that killed him, or maybe it was like maybe it set off his heart problems and stuff. But I wouldn't be surprised because we know we know it's in North Korea. How old is he? Yeah, but he's had health problems before. He doesn't look that old. I think he's early forties, I believe. Is he? Yeah. Um, let me look it up. I, I I'm assuming that he if he's not dead, he's close to death because I don't see there's any benefit from like Kim Jong Un is 36 years Jesus old. Jesus Christ! He did, he did miss the most. <laughs> Yeah, the two of the most powerful days in North Korean history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, There's just nothing to gain from them like hiding. Like, oh, what what would it take? Five seconds of him just being like hey, five hours I'm ago. Alive. South Korea says Kim Jong Un is alive and well, according to CNN. But why don't they just show him? Be like, here's Kim. Like, have him say, I'm. When fine. has North Korea ever done anything that made sense? Right? But what do they gain from hiding him? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, he I, he yeah, could have I mean, just like got heart surgery. I mean, I, I don't. Are they and, just trolling and it the takes world a while for you to recover from that. You don't want to make an appearance while you're still using it. But then have him sitting pain. in the bed be like, I'm okay. Like, yeah, that, I'm recovering. That, that looks weak, though. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. where the media blackout like comes in. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. talking about a guy that to the North Korean people literally doesn't shit. That's, really, like, yeah, that's, guess... that's the extent of brainwashing. See, you can't even have him pictured in a hospital, let alone sitting in the bed all looking right, weak all and pale. All right, hang on. This is what I want from this then. I want him to come back after he's recovered and then make uh-huh. up some crazy story about how he ascended into the heavens, met with God, they had a conversation, he came back down, and that's why he wasn't there for a while. 
Like he, yeah, he he is forcing God to stop the the spread yeah, of the he coronavirus. Yeah, talked to God, said we got to stop the coronavirus, and they were having a meeting. I will say, apparently, it has been noted that Dennis Rodman is very upset about the whole situation. Okay, that's so, I'm glad we. It, glad it, that can we get Dennis Rodman there, on the phone and see what he has to say about this? Yeah, it's been one. I don't think there is a god to the North Koreans. I think it is Kim Jong Un as the uh, yeah, but like he had some heavenly duties, like he had to do whatever. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah like some Dragon Ball Z shit. Like he had to yeah. go run along the dragon's path or something. Yeah, like he maybe like he was uh, had a quick. He had to go train with King Kai to be able to defeat the coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. He had a little run in with it, but he had to go, you know, do some crazy godly stuff. Uh, he had to go collect the Dragon Ball. <laughs> I want, I want some more. I want them to come out with a press conference where they just talk about some crazy shit that he did. The North Korean lore. I legitimately want them to find people that look like Krillin and Goku and all that to come out holding Dragon Balls and have an entire press conference. Yes. I want the headband, like the orange suit, and everything when he yeah. comes out. Like, Kim Jong Un just wearing weighted clothes. I want it. I want it so bad. <laughs> I'd be so happy. Do you, do oh, you think that if he was actually dead or in a vegetative state and his, is it his sister? Yeah, I think his it's sister's sister. not bad looking either. Oh, do you, no. do you, do you think that. that like a female dictator is going to be like as ruthless and like, do you think she's still just going to be chopping off heads or do you think she's going to bring I like mean, a little bit of a liberal? She's coming from that bloodline and she grew up in that kind of culture. So like, I don't necessarily think it's the fact that she's a woman that's going to drive her to do any of that. If she does, it's going to be the fact that there's been a regime for 80 years and like, that's all she's known and all, that's all her parents have known. And that's all her grandparents have known. Like, well, imagine she's, living she's in a country where the, you're looked at as literally a deity and how much that would fuck with your head growing up as a child. Do you, do you think they're going to let her take over? Do you think North Korea is going to let a woman take over North Korea? I don't see why they wouldn't. I don't know their, I don't know their views. Are they progressive when it comes to women? I, I don't know. Uh, see, I don't think it has to do with progressiveness. I think that has to do with, like, de- like deity blood. So it's just straight up bloodline. This is it. I mean, you look at Roman, like, old cultures like that. There were, there were like, well, I goddesses. I don't know if those, that's uh, apples to apples comparison there. I mean, that's fair, but, like, it, it was a very male-driven society. And they even had goddesses that people worshipped. So, I mean, it, it's a weird... It's weird. I don't know. Do you think Donald Trump is going to be, like, tweeting at her and calling her fat and, like... Yeah. Do you think that's... Did you see the meme where Donald Trump apparently called... Uh, Kim Jong Un and told him the cure for coronavirus was injecting yourself with, <laughs> and that's why Kim Jong Un's dead. Got him. <laughs> that, that'd be some good North Korean lore. Epic there. prank. Would that save Donald Trump's presidency if he uh, successfully assassinated Kim Jong Un himself? I mean, ah, Hunter, you'd be excited to know. Uh, what's her name? Kim Kim Yo Young. Uh, studied computer science. Oh, so God. You could, you could bond over that. Yeah, you should message her. Slide into those DMs. She actually is kind of cute. Where did she study? I think uh, Kim went to college uh, in Sweden. Did she go to college in Sweden too? Uh, Switzerland. They both went to Switzerland from 96 to 2000. Yeah. But then afterwards, she went to military university and she also studied computer science at Kim Il sung University, where she uh, said to have studied with Kim Jong Young, the daughter of Japanese abductee Myung. Megumi Yokoda. That means that means nothing to me. That was good. Do they fuck? Did you think they fuck? 
Uh, dude, I bet it's very passionate fucking, too. I bet they're tearing it up in fucking Switzerland. No, 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 no. I mean the, the family, like Kim Jong's family. Uh, like, Do I they fuck each so. other? No. They, no, they, they have, they have so much pull that they don't need to resort to incest. No, I'm not saying. No, 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 no. I'm not saying with each other. Do you think that they fuck like, like they fuck? Absolutely. Yeah, what dude, else? Yeah, dude, that four years that they weren't in North Korea, they were fucking everyone that moved. It's it was it's just like it's just like that period in Amish culture where you can leave and like come back if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got like Rumspringer. Like three month window. But like, do yeah. you think people are just Kim? Do they have significant others? Are there like well, how does that work? What does Kim Jong have a wife? No, he just he points uh, at a woman and says, "Hey, do you want to eat this week? Get over here." I mean, he has two sons, I believe. That's, that's a yeah. good question. Yeah. It's... Yeah, I guess he has two sons. One's yeah, just super. One's just super young, or something like that. And he—that's why they're saying he's going to get passed over to, for his sister instead. And then that's going to bring up the thing on: well, if his sister takes over and does a great job or does all this shit, why would she give up her power to his son if his son comes of age? No. Yeah, yeah, he's got a wife. Dude, he's the first lady he, um, in Korea. He had like a half brother that was like apparently more of like a right. A rightful heir to the throne than he was and when he yeah, yeah when him. he consolidated power he killed him to make sure that that wouldn't happen so yeah i i mean maybe she'll do the same thing and like the second she takes over like just kill all of his sons well and here's the scary thing too and it goes back to uh, there there was a theory back in world war ii where uh what was uh what was the there was a mission to kill hitler and it was with the explosives in the bunker what, valkyrie or something like that Anyways, there was a theory amongst people like at the time where they almost were tempted not to assassinate Hitler because the people that were in charge under him were insanely more competent than he was when it come to military strategy. So it begs the question of if you killed Hitler, if Goebbels or Goring came in charge, how much more terrifying of a military would it be because it was somebody that actually studied strategy? And in this same same way, you have this fucking weird-ass goofball that's Kim Jong-un, who, don't get me wrong, commits war crimes, and there's terrible things that go on in North Korea. But so far has had a pretty, I don't want to say insignificant world presence, but, like, they haven't attacked South Korea in X many years, and they haven't gone to war or battled anyone in X many years. If Kim Jong-un dies, who's saying that somebody doesn't come in charge that's willing to do these things? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What if she's just ready to fucking, like, hold the sickle with both hands and just fucking, you know, go at it? It's possible. It just depends on what China and Russia want to do with how they want North Korea to behave. Because North Korea wouldn't last without both of their support. At all. It's going to be interesting, man. They're definitely the little brother in that situation. I wonder how long they're going to try and hold up, like, the facade that he's okay. Or I wonder if he is okay. I don't know anything. How do you guys... Okay, this is a little bit off topic. How do you guys feel about the fact that Doom Eternal soundtrack wasn't mixed by Mick, by Mick Gordon? Uh, I don't... I don't th- was, Kalen, this may be more towards you. I mean, I'm aware of it, but I don't know if I have like strong feelings if, I'm, if I want to die on this hill. I mean, I don't know if they're dying on that no. hill, but this is a guy that... Do- Doom's 2016 had one of the best game soundtracks, in my opinion, of all time. And then for you to sit there and not put the 
the composer that made that into your new game. I, I don't, I don't. I mean, they I did. He just wasn't able to mix it, which made it really flat. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, well, a lot of things are uh, designed by committee. So oh, I hey, I know we weren't really around for the fall of twenty of of uh, Fallout seventy six, but there's a new story that's coming out. Oh no! Where in Fallout seventy six, uh, new NPCs they added new NPCs into the game, and. Uh, if, if it seems to happen occasionally during events, if a player is killed with a friendly NPC nearby, that NPC will then grab the dead player's best weapon and will never give it back to that player. God damn it! Fuck you, Bethesda. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what are they just trying to shit all over their fan base? <laughs> I mean, I, so. Oh my god. Well, I, I don't get it. <laughs> like, there's been so much controversy with this game. Just stop. Stop doing these things. Just, Or maybe they're just like trying to get everybody's expectations down super low because they know like the next uh, Elder Scrolls game is going to suck. So like, well, I mean, we knew 76 sucked. So, I mean, we should have expected this. Just keep buying Skyrim. Buy it like seven or eight times. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, guess what? Guess what? Now here's a new Skyrim, but it's for your butt plug. This one's for your smart and, fridge. Yeah, your smart fridge, and and you can play it uh, even when you're when you're uh, not at home. Or when you're, or how about like we? How about Skyrim, but it's for your car. Mm-hmm. So while you're while you're driving your car, you can play Skyrim. Nice. I like the uh, voice activated here. one through uh, Alexa. I thought that was a <laughs> that, that was a funny video, but. Uh, it's still, it's just like, come on, stop making Skyrim. It's we, we bad. And honestly, Bethesda's now. gone so far downhill these past few years. Like, they've always been, like, I, I really enjoyed, um, I didn't get on the Bethesda bandwagon until late, like Fallout 3 late, because then all there was, like, Oblivion and Morrowind. I never really played all those at the time, because I didn't have a PC. Um... But I mean, I thought Fallout Three was is still. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at nostalgia goggles, but Fallout Three is one of my favorite games yeah. of all time. I am with you on that as well. And Tommy, clarification: you did have a PC that could somehow run everything, despite being like three hundred dollars. Yeah, I had a I had an HP. I had a notebook PC. My parents got me for like three hundred fifty dollars, and literally, I was like. I don't know how that computer did the things it did. Like, God help that computer. Dude, that's how my computer was before this one. It was a giant piece of shit that was, like, 10 years old, but I could still run lots of games on, like, high settings. I'm like, how is this possible? I didn't understand. Right. Like, it was sense. a laptop. And... Oh, I, I, I did better on Counter-Strike. I was in the top 15th percentile, 15% percentile of Counter-Strike at one point, playing off that laptop. And now I've got a 144 hertz monitor and I can actually run the game at like at higher than like 45 FPS. And now I'm like in the bottom, like 99%. And I don't, I, I attribute that maybe to age. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You just don't have that elite posture of hunched over that coffee table. In the musty basement. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Those were the days. Those were terrible. Good times. Just sleeping in my parents' basement on a bare mattress, just unemployed. It was great. <laughs> Forgot about those times. <laughs> 
just 19 unemployed playing Counter-Strike nine hours a day every day. Yeah. God, my parents must have fucking hated me, dude. Yeah. And, and you wonder why they're not so supportive of your Twitch career. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm not mooching off them now, to be That's fair. True. So. That's true. They also happen to move 17 and a half hours away from me, so like I I don't want to say that's the reason why. But I don't know, they've been pushing really hard for me to move back or move there. Are you going to move to well, Nebraska? Yeah. Up. We got to get that famous sun near us. Yeah, we got to get our sun back. I mean, theoretically, it would be cheaper for me to live with them. I could continue streaming for probably five to six hundred dollars a month. You just gonna so, tell your girlfriend be... to move in with your parents? No, I don't yeah, think that's listen, a great way to go. I'm just saying, you know, if 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 oh, shit God. really hit the fan in my life and a lot of terrible things happened, I could continue my career, which would be nice. Yeah. It's always good. good to hold in your back pocket. Yeah. yeah, you know, just moving back in with your parents at like twenty five, just you know, really good. A lot of people are doing it, man. Good I, don't, I don't think there's really any shame I mean, in it these days. That's fair. That's fair. I've just lived that path before, and it's just not great. Yeah, I couldn't do it. There, I, it, there would just be no way. I'd rip my eyes out. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a <laughs> fault of my parents or anything. I just, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to do it. I would lose my mind. Yep. I have a funny story about your dad a little bit, Kalen. I oh, don't know no. if I mentioned it to you or not. Oh, no. But me and Elizabeth went over and picked up the car, and we, we social Hang distanced ourselves. Wait, what? So we're finishing on? We could. I, mean, I think it'd be a great way to finish it. <laughs> so, right. so me and Elizabeth drive to go pick up my new car from Kalen's parents, who I bought it from. And we social distance ourselves, you know, six feet away. We didn't shake hands or anything. I wanted to, but, you know, we, we can't, you know, you're trying to keep everyone healthy. And your dad has such a way of just forcefully ending conversations. And it's kind of like an art, Kaylin. Because, you know, your mom, your mom and I, like, could sit there and talk for hours. Your mom is a very chatty, chatty woman. And that's great. I love talking to your parents. But like, okay, back when I first went and test drove the car, we were sitting and your and like your dad got home from work and your mom and I were ch- you know chatting. And immediately within five minutes of coming in, he's like, uh, uh, "I don't want to say your mom's name," but he's like, "We need to let Tommy go. It's getting dark out." And he's like, basically, he's just like, "Stop talking and let him leave." <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense." So we, you know, I go test drive the car, come back, and he's like, "Well, let me know." Well, this time around, we're outside talking for like five minutes. And we're, we're chatting, and your dad's like, well, it's time you need to take your car home. Go inside. And then, like, him and your mom just turn around and just start walking back towards the house. Goodness. What? And there's, such a, there's such an art to it. Like, it's it was the most it was the most alpha thing I'd ever seen in my life. That's pretty alpha. Like, it was just like, this conversation's done. You're going your way. I'm going my way. It was a good talk. Like, you know. It was the equivalent of, like, the sports coach slapping you on the ass saying, you know, better luck next time, kid, is kind of how I felt about it. <laughs> I mean, I I know my dad has that way of, like, wanting to just go to bed and being able to end the conversation. It, usually more more, uh, more subtle than that. Your parents said they were kind of going insane, though, because there's no sports. Your dad was talking about how he's watching, like, Canadian hacky sack on TV and he started getting into it. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt it. I mean, he's been telling me about all their adventures uh, being quarantined and how he's just doing the 
weirdest things, such as like the Canadian <laughs> hacky sack tournament. And oh yeah, he's just watching uh, these really oddball shows. I can't remember exactly from like the sixties space. It's not Battle Stars before that. You should try to get your dad to start writing erotic literature. Ooh, oh. Dude, yeah. I, I was hoping that story was going to be something like, you know, we were doing the deal and he just let out the most uncomfortable <laughs> sounding fart. <laughs> he walked out in a bathrobe and it opened up. It was... Yeah, it just flashed my girlfriend. Uh... It was huge, dude. <laughs> I think, you know, I think off that topic, uh, just to end it, how's everyone's parents handling the, the, the virus? How's everyone's parents handling Corona? Like a lighthearted, nothing super deep. Well, but like you've talked to my parents more than I have. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> but I think they're doing My mom calls me all the time. Yeah, they're, they're calling oh, me yeah, practically like every bored. other day. They're just so bored, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my mom calls me a couple times a week or so just to But chat. I did I did get my dad to get an Xbox. And he's been really? playing the Master Chief Collection, yeah. Hell yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. cool. We'll have to get your dad to join us on one of these games one time. Yeah, I'll get him on get him on the stream. Get him get him <laughs> to buy a gaming PC, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? Get him into WoW again. You can, then you can then you can have the addiction with your dad. Yeah. I'll get my dad to start Twitch streaming. <laughs> dude, easy. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! My dad be- actually sent me a TikTok uh, yesterday. <laughs> I think he- oh no! <laughs> so that's interesting. Wait, what kind of TikTok was it? It was just some, some boomer humor, honestly. It was just some <laughs> <humor>. <laughs> so that's so far beyond what my parents could ever comprehend. Like they don't even know what Vine was. Like I don't think they know what Instagram is or Twitter. No. So my mom like, uses Facebook ten TikTok hours a day. That's so- about it. Oh God, it's so bad. I'll just, I got a call from my dad the other day, and he was telling me about how upset he made my sister because he made like a, he made like a, it was very boomer humor esque about like it's essentially like something to do with coronavirus and like some like a Chinese man, and apparently it very much upset my sister, and he basically called me. To like gloat about how much it upset my sister because of her like liberal views. Own the libs. Like her and my uncle, like my dad and my uncle, just torment the shit out of my sister because she's very left leaning, and like my uncle's just a marine. And like, dude, like I love Doug, but like fuck me if some of the things he said are like some of the most inappropriate, just out there things. Like we'll be playing poker, and he'll just say the most off the wall, off collar joke just to get a rise out of Erica. And like, oh my god, fucking boomers, dude! Like, what? Yeah. What? You can't live with them. You can't live without them. Yeah. Oh man, I think your dad purposely challenges your sister. I mean, it, I I get a lot of my personality from my dad. So if that's any inkling towards for the for the listeners to, to take, that's you know. Imagine my personality and a boomer, and it's it's terrifying. Yeah, your your dad is uh, the evolved form of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so homework for next week. What, Kalen? You need to watch Tiger King. Hunter and Ron, you guys need to watch Waco. I think Davis has already seen Waco. Notice how Tommy didn't assign anything to him. Yeah, Tommy, what's your homework? What? Um. Let's see. I'll find I'll find a new documentary or TV series to to watch, and I'll 
I'll, I'll report in on it or something. I don't know. I've, I've been trying to, me and Elizabeth are thinking about, Ryan and Gray have been doing a lot of co-op streams. So I think me and Elizabeth are going to uh, try to do a co-op. Um, she's never played like any video games in her life. Ooh, and be I've fun. been trying to, and she's played like Breath of the Wild a little bit, but it's kind of like, she just gets really frustrated with it. Um, so I think we're going to take it another step down and I think I'm going to buy Animal Crossing and I'm going to have her like play Animal Crossing with me on stream for her to like, cause Breath of the, you know, in terms of complexity, Animal Crossing's pretty, pretty on the easy scale. Yeah, I will say though, because me and Gray tried Animal Crossing on stream, there was a huge LP tax on that. Where what it, do you mean? I just don't think it translated well. And it's one of those games too where it's based on real time. So if you're not playing in a designated time, you can't do certain things. Like, oh, that's weird. We started playing at nighttime, and there was nothing we could do because Tom Nook's store isn't open or. Or the, oh shit! Yeah, so it's well. That's why a lot of people have been like, like going into their settings and like changing the time on their on their system yeah. and stuff. And I, I mean, I, I, Animal Crossing would be good. I don't know. It's so I, I also played Animal Animal Crossing a little bit, and there was just nothing to do. You go through the first day, and you get like twenty minutes in, and then you just hit a hit a wall. Then you have well, to yeah, because it is based on real time, and there's like you have to wait till the next day before a certain yeah. shop opens. It seems weird. I mean, yeah, that's how it was. It's how it's always been. It's based on real time. I don't remember the old. Even that GameCube one right? was? Absolutely. I still remember me and Garrison being like, all right, well, we're done. We would get up early in the morning so that we could. Like, I oh, just went not... into my GameCube settings and changed the fucking time. No, I, I don't disagree with that, but they don't block you. Like, you don't, you can access the whole island at right at the get-go and, and talk to people and explore it. But now here it's. You talk to three people, they say one line of text, and then you that they're complete. And and you can only access this tiny part and it slowly gets larger and larger, but like it kind of gates you a little bit too much in my opinion. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm Well, I think they're doing it on purpose because I've noticed it's kept because Grace still playing it all all the time. It's kept her interested. Like she's she'll play for like six hours a day and then like she'll be like, Well, I'm excited for tomorrow because tomorrow I get to do X and X. Uh... Yeah, maybe. I think we're used to like getting what we want now, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, in yeah, that's a true statement there. And so maybe it for somebody with a more relaxed life's like more relaxed point of view, it probably is a lot easier to get into and like get lost in the world. Versus yeah. us, where it's just like I need it now. Like, why the fuck isn't this happening now? Like, I've got to go into my computer settings and change this time. This is bullshit. So like I I don't know, I mean it could be interesting, but give it a give it a shot. Yeah, that's fair. If you guys have a game you think my girlfriend would enjoy, I'm gonna regret saying this. Uh, <laughs> feel free. <laughs> uh, feel free yeah, to stop. <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh god, now we're just gonna get infiltrated with Sims. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, you could catch uh, Kalen. Do you do you have any plugs you'd like to plug? New TV shows, anything? Um, yeah, I, I'm here. All right, is, I mean, is there any way nope. you want people to reach out? Or Okay, so you could catch Kalen and I doing our Pokemon uh, Fire Red Randomizer Let's Play on YouTube. Uh, he's a pretty active person in the uh, on the Twitch stream at Captain Milney. 
twitch.tv slash Captain Milney. Still something uh, I don't have mod, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You want mod? Yeah, it's because you're bad, Kalen. Uh-huh. When you stop being bad, you'll get mod. All right. Yeah. It's like how Kalen, or it's how uh, Anthony is still Grinch in my phone like six years later. <laughs> Absolutely. I hold grudges, Kalen. I gave you a uh, Ryan. You can catch Ryan at twitch.tv. Slash Crash Carl. Two H's. Yes, that is something new I probably should have talked about, but it's too late for that. Yeah. Now, you can't always change your Twitch name if the Crash Carl with one H gets becomes available or what have you. Yeah, I could, and I'd like to, but fuck that dick. That's fair. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to plug? Uh, not really. I don't have any social media anymore, so. That's fair. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Hunter, how about you? Uh, yeah, you can uh, follow me on LinkedIn at, uh, well, I'm not going to say my Looking for jobs. Yeah, I'm not going to say my real yeah, name. Yeah, don't yet. say your name. That's a terrible Follow idea. me on LinkedIn at uh, Coding Coding. Uh, you can catch my uh, <laughs> my Java tutorial streams on twitch.com uh, forward slash Coding Coding, where I take scissor throughout the whole lesson uh, until I just kind of collapse. And um, yeah, shout out to God. Shout out to Weston. Yeah, shout out to Weston. If there's anything you take from this uh, this podcast, shout out to Weston. And praise God. And, and praise God. Excuse me. Sorry. Just the feelings of Weston overwhelm me so so much. Yeah, I know that shit's rough. All right, guys. But uh, we'll see you guys on the next podcast. And uh, take it easy, everyone. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Bye bye. <laughs>